What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of SSPN. Oh my gosh, Ethan, there's so much to get into, but but first of all, it's another season. I'm so glad to be here with you, and I'm so ready for some Spurs content. Uh, this will be a fun one that we'll get into later, but just we'll start off on a positive note. Just how hyped are you for the season? Dude, I'm always pumped for Spurs basketball, no matter how badly we're supposed to play or no matter how goodly, I guess, we're supposed to play. Um, excited to see the young guys play. Excited to have another season with with you, Jude, almost every other night talking about Spurs basketball. I couldn't have asked for anything better. Heck yeah, right back at you, my guy. We got our guy RR210, Texas, already in here, giving a go Spurs go. And we'll go ahead and put up this other little special thing, this special edition that we've got for our first SSPN post game of the year. We've just got this little ticker down here that mm. uh, shows the score, got some stats going for you guys. We we decided on Keldon, Jakob, and Doug because that was kind of <laughs> what we could go with tonight. Um, yeah. But man, let's just get right into it. I'm going to dish it to you. What were your overall takeaways from game one, 129 to 122 to the Hornets? We came out super slow. It was clear that we were a team full of young, new players that don't have a lot of experience playing together. We looked a little unorganized, uh, looked a little not disinterested, but you know, just lack of aggression, I guess, if you will. Um, not a lot of guys getting to the cup, a lot of you know, sloppy turnovers, and a lot of really badly missed shots. I mean, they weren't even bad shots necessarily, Jude. They were, they were, just, they were open. We just couldn't hit any of them. In particular, Devin Vassell, who went over eight from three point land. I doubt that's a normal thing for the rest of the season. Um, just kind of first game jitters, but it was definitely not an expected, you know, stat. I really thought Devin was going to come out and play really well, but he 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 was not aggressive and his shot wasn't falling. So that's the recipe right there. Um, it's just this is what's to be expected. Honestly, we're we're playing teams that are better than us objectively. We are not going to win a lot of them. We would have liked to have seen a better game, perhaps a little closer, but it is what it is. We're a young team, and there are things that we can learn. Moving forward, I'm sure Pop is already dissecting the tape uh, for practice tomorrow. Yep that 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 is probably the most true statement that you've made yeah. in the entirety <laughs> of it is that Pop is probably already at the tape getting ready for practice. Yep. Uh, our man D'Lo mentioned Keldon went nuts there for a minute, and mm-hmm. that was really the one time where when he hit those two threes back to back, that was really the one time where the Spurs kind of got themselves back into the game. I believe yeah. it was either 11 or 13 points. We got um, down to 10 at one point. Okay, right, right. Um, and that was really, you had that moment, and then you had when we came back a little bit in the first, and I believe it was like 25 to 22 or something. And those were really the only two moments in the game where yeah. it was close. But, you know, like you hit on, if you guys were got a stream that had the broadcast or were watching Valley Sports, um, they kind of pointed that out. At the end of the game, I remember Sean Elliott was talking about how, look, like 15 of these points right now, are just from the way that we came out early. And and a, a lot of the stuff that they attributed that to, which I agreed with, was just nerves. I mean, mm. like I was texting you, it's a brand new team. We've been talking about it throughout the preseason. It was their first NBA game. You got a 19-year-old rookie starting for you, you know. Um, and obviously other teams have 19-year-old rookies starting for them. Like Paolo Bancaro had a great night, but Sohan is not that. Um, and actually, I just mispronounced his name because the entire night on the broadcast, uh, old boy Bill Land was pronouncing it Sohan. So mm. I'll roll with that, I guess. I don't know. It'll it'll slip up a couple times. But <laughs> the point is, in the context of this team, like you said, um, 
the slow start even in the jitters and the nerves were to be expected. Um, mm-hmm. So every game that you go into, in all honesty, you really got to expect not much. You just got to look for the good, look for the development, because that's really what this season is about. Yeah, man, it was just, I don't know. It was a lot sloppier than I thought it was going to be. I know we're a young team. I know not a lot of us have a lot of experience playing together, but just mm-hmm. the amount of, you know, bad Let's passes. And we, had. we only had 15. I think they had 15 as well, which isn't like crazy outrageous, but for the Spurs, it's just an uncommon thing to watch is when we're going turnover crazy. And then I think also it was just the shots not falling that really threw me off, you know, because they, like I said, they weren't bad shots and we didn't look calm ever. Everything looked like forced. Like when, when the Hornets were playing offense, they were really, you know, it looked fluent. It didn't look effortful for us. Everything looked effortful tonight. And then when you're missing shots, you're turning over the ball, Charlotte's going to make you pay. And they were getting a lot of points in transition. uh, And our transition defense was pretty terrible. Like we were just letting them get to the cup. And if they missed the first shot, they were going to follow up with Nick Richards or Kelly Oubre. Somebody was going to get the offensive rebound or the putback because other than Jakob Pertle and occasionally Jeremy Sohan, we really didn't have a guy that was coming in, you know, for that second tip, you know, trying like fighting for that board, which is really hurting us. Like Zach, I love Zach Collins. I hope he works out for us in the end, but he's just, he plays a little too small for me, Jude. Like I, the more I watch him, the more I think that maybe we should give some of his minutes to Isaiah Roby, who I don't understand didn't get minutes until garbage time. I thought he played pretty well in preseason. I think that he can play in place of either Zach Collins or Gorgay Jang. I don't think that's, like a bad take. I think that he, he plays, he, he's able to space the floor. He's a stronger, bigger body than both of them. And in Oklahoma city, he played the five. So he's used to guarding some of these big dudes. I don't think I don't have an issue with, with, with him playing more than one of those dudes. So I agree with playing Roby 100%. I actually think though, that we should give like we should give him Kieta Bates Diops as minutes. I don't have a problem with that. So, and, and, and I'm not mad if you give him, if you put him at the five either. Um, Mm. And I know that it was in garbage time, but still, you know, we were joking about it beforehand. We basically took out the whole team with eight minutes left, which hopefully we do more this season when games are like this, Mm -hmm. Um, which just, you know, it's the tankathon. It's the tank spurs. You love to see it like in real life and in real color. Um, But I actually thought just going back to Zach a little bit, I actually thought he played more physical than he did last year, at least in this game. He had four blocks, um, yeah. was much more of a paint presence. Um, but at the same time, I, you know, definitely was not a perfect performance by any means. But I just felt like defensively, he was more of a presence than he was last year or what we saw in the preseason. One that game. is true. Zero rebounds. See, I didn't even see that. And there you go. Had zero. I would rather you have four rebounds and four blocks. Any no, uh, and at that point, it's like that's where once again the Roby point comes in. Kind of what you were saying. I didn't even. I did not realize that watching the game. He just lets guys, you know, take boards from him. And no, yeah. And he let. I forget who it was. Sorry to interrupt you, but he let somebody go by him like late in the game too. And I just remember even like Sean Elliott saying like you can't let that happen. Like I remember that too. I can't remember who it was, but I do remember that happening. mm Hmm. And it's not just on him either, because I mean Jakob only had I mean, nine rebounds is pretty good, but Kelvin had eleven. You know what I mean? So like as a, as a whole unit, we need to be crashing the boards better. And I think that all goes back to aggressiveness. I don't think we were really getting inside the paint 
often enough. Like we were really just along the perimeter, dribble handoff, dribble handoff, screen, try and dish it to the roll man, and it would get picked off almost every single time. And I don't know why that is. I think Trey Jones needs to be more aggressive too because in that, in that fourth quarter when we took everybody out, he started getting into the paint and actually like kind of sparked some momentum for us. He was able to get some floaters. He to had ball. some nice floaters throughout the game too early when he would attack. I, would, I hope he does that more often. And same goes for Primo. I think Primo was getting ball pressured a lot, just trying to get the ball out of his hands, which is to be expected. He's a young guard that has trouble you know, with his hands. He, he kind of coughs it up a little too often. Just like driving the ball, he kind of threw it out of bounds a few times tonight. He does that a little too often for me. He needs to tighten that up. That's just with age. It'll come with more reps. But if he could just you know, attack and be more aggressive, not even need a screen every single time, but just to take a guy off the dribble and blow past him, I think that opens up our offensive game you know, tremendously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of things you could probably you know yeah, do do to improve improve the offense, but um, you know, Trey Jones, you know, being a little bit more aggressive, you know, but but this kind of goes back to what we opened this up with. I mean, it's just it's a team full of really young players. Not yeah. you know, this is Trey Jones's first time really being a starting point guard, mm-hmm. you know, and it's the first game, so like there's going to be definitely an adjustment in this game. Um, you know, you hope to see some you know improvements as the season go on that's what i was talking about earlier it's all about development and that's why you were joking about pop you know being in the film room and i'm sure that's something he can tell trey but i kind of want to just talk about um just some of the other good things we saw tonight kind of in that development you know just uh i don't know the word mindset there you go right if you're Mm -hmm. looking at this game from that perspective and not you know just looking at it like Mm -hmm. trying to win nba basketball games what were some things that you get ready for the greatest roast of all time the roast of tom brady a netflix live event happening may 5th hosted by kevin hart the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You saw that were pretty solid. I thought Kelvin Johnson played a great game. I thought he looked aggressive. He was one of the few guys that actually was both getting into the paint and taking jumpers confidently. He mm-hmm. showed me a little bit better of a handle, a little bit more of a mid-range game, that in-between area where he's able to make shots and create for others. He had four assists tonight. I think his career average is like one and a half. Um, so mm-hmm. I know four doesn't sound like a lot, but for him, that's great. Um, I thought Yaka Pertle had a solid game. Not or too something much. That, <laughs> I mean... Truly, I mean, there there wasn't too much great things that were happening. I thought Doug McDermott was solid coming in off the bench. I think if he can continue that kind of production, getting in around twelve points a game, just he was he came in and he was immediately a difference maker, a flamethrower because we were missing all kinds of shots with our starting lineup. He came in immediately, hit two threes. That's the kind of difference we need. If Josh Richardson could hit a couple threes, I think he would also be a good addition. I mean, I hate to just keep going with the negative, but. I mean, this is kind of a positive. I could twist it into a positive. I don't think we'll have another game where Devin Vassell and Romeo Langford, or not Romeo Langford, Josh Primo and Josh Richardson all miss all of their threes. That right. will happen again. Those guys will 
turn it around. This isn't a bad shooting night. Jitters, like you said, getting a feel for one another. I think that will improve. And if Devin actually hits more of his shots tonight, we probably have a different game because he was ice cold. Yeah. I mean, the way that Doug came out, I mean, look, it, we knew what Doug was when he signed him, but it, it might just be me. But what did, you know, tell me what you think, Ethan. I kind of felt like, like it almost looked like the shot was better. Like when it Doug first, McDermott? Yeah. Like it was almost like it even got quicker. Like, yeah, it looks way quicker. He right. has a very Which is crazy because he already had one, but like mm-hmm. it looked even quicker to start tonight. Um, so I like that. Uh, and then it's mainly just KJ, kind of like you're saying, KJ, Yock, and Doug, the, t- the three guys we have on here. Um, but but like you mentioned also, you know, I don't really think that Vassell is going to go 0 for 8 and 3 for 15 every game. Um, Sohan's going to continue to develop and probably not take like the same shots that that he took tonight. Um, Primo, I think, you know, like you said, got off to a rocky start, but found found some ways to get some playmaking in, had five, five assists tonight, did have three turnovers. Um you know, and wasn't able to hit a three as well and went three for 11 overall. Um, But I feel like also watching Primo, and this is kind of what I mentioned after the preseason games, I feel like even though it was still a struggle for him tonight, there were some things that looked a little bit more controlled in comparison to last season. Um, And maybe that's that sounds crazy. And some of you on the comments may think I'm crazy for saying that. But I feel like I can see like where he's kind of taken a step forward in his development, just in terms of his presence on the court. I think everything about him improved. The only thing that is still a struggle is his just, execution. <laughs> yeah. I mean, execution and, and it still feels like he's almost in, I mean, there's a difference, I guess, between confidence and pace. So he has the confidence, but I feel like his pace is almost too comfortable. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. He's too loosey-goosey with it because he knows he's so good and he has the confidence to make some good shots and be a good ball handler that he gets too loose coming off screen. And that's where the turnovers even happen. I forget, when you're mentioning this, I'm there's a picture of him driving inside through two defenders popping in my head where he lost it. Yeah, it, it just kind of feels like he's playing pickup, you know, and he's like he knows he's the best guy on the court. So, you know, when you play pickup and there's a guy that's obviously right. better, he's kind of going through the motions it feels like. I don't. I'm not saying that he doesn't have the motor – you know, mm-hmm. of, of a great player. I'm just saying it feels like he needs to tighten those things up and mentally be more, you know, aggressive and 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 not as loosey-goosey with the ball. And if he can just make that adjustment, I think he'll be a lot better because he does have the skill set and the confidence. It's just kind of, you know, twisting that screwdriver a little bit more. We saw him hit some floaters too, which I feel mm-hmm. like wasn't, I, I think he missed one too, but like that, that wasn't something that I remembered seeing much from him. Um, just in years prior. Um, the other thing you got to remember with Primo is he's still 19. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> he's basically the age of all the other rookies we drafted. So you kind of got to look at him. Yes, it's his second year and they're hyping him up on the broadcast and everybody's hyping him up because it's we drafted him with the 11th pick, you know, when he was supposed to be a projected second round pick. Right. And there's all this hype from Brian Wright and everything. But it's like still with Primo, like really? Like I, I feel like we can't, judge him like completely sp- until like the end of his rookie contract just because he's so young like mm-hmm. uh, i feel like his development is still on track like and especially in the situation that he's in like well first of all once again tonight was game one so 
this really wasn't surprising to me. Like a bunch of turnovers with a mm-hmm. team full of basic, basically teenagers. Like it's like our man Noah per- Perez said earlier, I'm mentally prepared for the tank. Um, and so like, I'm just not really ready to draw like a bunch of conclusions off him, you know, just off this one game. So, uh, you yeah. know, I, after this season or maybe like midway through, you know, after a month is in, if this is still going on and he's just completely turnover prone, then maybe that's when we can start to, you know, hey, we should pay attention to this. But um, just just after game one, you know, I'm not going to... Like, that still might happen, Ethan, and it might not be his fault. Like, it might just be literally the context of being on one of the worst teams in the league and you're 19. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, the expectations have been totally flipped for him. When he was drafted, the expectation was you're going to be an off-ball shooter and play shooting guard next to DeJounte Murray and or Trey Jones with the trade of DeJounte Murray and they think that he has the potential to be a playmaking point guard and the elevation of Trey Jones in the starting lineup. All of a sudden he's the primary ball handler and playmaker for that second unit. He's never really played Mm -hmm. that position before. As far as I know, not in Alabama and not with the Spurs, maybe a little bit in Austin, but that's a completely different role than what we thought he would have. So it's, it's going to take even longer now because we technically don't know if he has that capability yet. We think he does. We hope he does. There's 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 glimpses of that, but we don't mm-hmm. have a, a large enough sample size or a large enough development track for, for us to tell yet. And to, to address MVZ's age 19 excuse can't last forever, you're right. It'll last one year until he's 20. And then it'll be <laughs> the dude's 20. <laughs> then it'll be 20. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, you know, you just – it's kind of like – think about, like – I don't know. It, my memory may be failing here, but what kind of happened with, with Devin Booker? Like – how long did it take him for his career to take off? Well, I think it took a year. Let's keep talking. I believe for him to become a scorer, like like mm-hmm. a, like a, like was a, a year, maybe two years. I think in 2017 was when he had his his 70 point game. He was drafted mm-hmm. in 2015, so about two years. But then okay. he wasn't winning until 2020. So it took him five years to actually win, and that was with the addition of Chris Paul. So, well, I think we're both a little bit, a, a little bit wrong here. Because was he instantly a scorer? I don't no, know. No, no, no. He oh. so he had fourteen uh, coming straight out. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't have the greatest percentages, but then in year two, he was he did score twenty two points per game. Granted, though, like. And this is this kind of still this does go to MEZ's point a little bit. Like it can't be an excuse forever because mm-hmm. Devin Booker was 19 when he was scoring 22 points. Um, and if we kind of view him in that same lens, then you know he should have a breakout year. But also just the context of the way the Spurs run things, like it's not as easy for like some of those stats to come up. Where when you look at this Devin Booker, like he was the number one dude on a bad Sun team, Suns team for like four or five years, like you were talking about. Right. Mm. But I don't know. The more we're talking about this comparison, the more it just makes me feel like <laughs> Primo is not going to be Devin Booker. Well, um, a, a better comparison would be, I, I mean, it's not a better comparison. It's actually worse. But Kobe wasn't Kobe until like year three or year four. Mm-hmm. He didn't average more than 12 points a game or something like that. He barely, yeah. barely played airballed threes in the playoffs. You know, couldn't could barely get minutes, and then all of a sudden he becomes the greatest shooting guard next to Michael Jordan, of course. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I don't want to put. I don't actually think Primo. I don't want to put too much pressure on the kid because we really haven't seen much. 
All right. we know is that the, the front office and Pop think very highly of him. And his teammates think very highly of him. And he's gotten significant minutes at 19 years old. There's other people like outside of the Spurs too that like, yeah. thought that was a steal too. And he's got a really strong body. He's clearly been putting in work. Only time will tell. This is only game one. He had a rough summer league. He had a pretty rough preseason until those last two games where he kind of turned it up a right. little bit. Let's just give him a chance. We gave Lonnie Walker like three or four years. Right. And he barely improved, if at all. You and he's I mean? kind of and he's kind of ahead of where like I mean, well, he's definitely ahead of where Lonnie was because he's yeah. been in the NBA <laughs> for, yeah. you know, exactly. when he was younger. But And we're not trying to win either. You know, yeah. I'm not too I'm not too worried about it. He will develop. We will have to experience some pretty, you know, uncomfortable basketball for the next year or two. <laughs> but that's just is what it is yeah right okay so another thing that a lot of people are talking about in the comments right now is not getting to see um blake or malachi um yeah thought that was weird what do you what are kind of yeah i think when you consider that you played like basically the same same lineup for the last eight minutes I know it's just game one and, you know, you don't want to put guys out there who aren't ready, but they played in the preseason. And I know the preseason's a little bit different, but like, you know, at least at the four minute mark or something, I I, I understand that. Like throw them in there, just get them some reps, you know, just to share yeah. the wealth a little bit. Because what we were running, I know you have Primo out there and I understand keeping Primo out there because this whole time we've been talking about it, he's still 19. So he you want to get, get him as many reps as possible. And that's kind of why Sohan was out there too. Um but then what what was the rest of that lineup i know gorgie was out there you had isaiah roby too romeo langford was out there right and, I and, think and at, at some point i actually got out there well yeah he was and, and but at that point it's like okay maybe with like two or three minutes left you can take romeo out and and give it to one of these dudes because as much as we, we have to address romeo beating out wheezy here in a second because i was mm-hmm. completely wrong on that um <laughs> but me too also, but also, um, long term, still like those dudes, Malachi Branham and and Blake Wesley are going to be much more important guards than than Romeo moving forward. So when yeah. he's out there getting minutes, it's like, you sure we could throw Malachi out there for like the last four and maybe take Primo out, even playing the whole game, and give Blake and and Malachi kind of the backcourt the last couple of minutes. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how the Spurs roll. Like right, when the regular right. season starts, it's it's seniority. Unless it's Sohan. Unless it's Sohan, Sohan, apparently. Something tells me the front office had a little bit to do with that. Maybe not. Maybe Pop really does like Sohan a lot, but Well he So I I heard I saw some people in the comments not very happy about it, but me and Ethan were talking about this before. We actually don't think he played that bad. And this is kind of what we talked about in the last live we did. It, he is not a developed scorer. He is no. not a developed offensive player. <laughs> so no. he is kind of just there to stand and get rebounds and do everything else. Maybe bring the ball up the floor a couple times, make some good passes. And and I thought for the most part, he kind I mean, look, there were some struggles playing on this type of team, being 19 years old, starting your first NBA game. But I mean, like other than if and he didn't shoot well. But like I was saying, not a developed offensive player. But other than that, two two assists, two steals, and seven boards. Only minus two on the plus minus. Like, yeah, not a great game. But like it for the circumstances, really not that terrible. He's just trying to contribute 
how he can with the skill set he has at, at the moment. He's he's got to work on the offensive toolbox for a while. I mean, it's going to be a mm-hmm. couple years. He's missing a couple gimmies still, just like putbacks or, or, or you know, he gets the rebound and has to quickly throw it got, up off the glass. And got kinda, blocked by the rim on that lob. <laughs> like, yeah, that was, yeah. You know, th- these are, I think they're a mixture of, of both one jitters, just being nervous at 19 years old, being starting, you know, in the NBA. I'm sure he's very nervous. So that's very understandable. I would be too. I'd be, I would be a terrible in my first few games. Absolutely horrible. I just know I would. I'm a nervous Nelly. And then also he played in the, in, with Baylor where he was clearly, you know, the most versatile athletic guy right out on the court. So he's kind of used to being able to enforce his natural gifts to score, if you will. So now I don't know if you've noticed this, dude, he doesn't really pump fake ever. He just kind of feels like, okay, I got this easy layup right here. And then he gets swatted. You know what I mean? That happened tonight and it happened in the preseason a couple times. He's just getting used to the pace and the skill set and the athleticism that the NBA brings. I'm not worried about it yet. He's not supposed to be scoring. Frank, yeah, lost some close one. Is fun. that your dad? Yeah, it is my dad. <laughs> Love yeah. it. I'm surprised he's still awake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's just getting used to the up tempo speed and strength of, of, of the NBA. I'm not too worried about it. it. Like you said, he he was never a scorer, not even in college, even when he was supremely gifted over everybody. So just give him time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, some other stuff going on in the comments, just, you know, kind of agreeing with Isaiah Roby, some more comments mm-hmm. about that. And, and I agree. I think, you know, you saw, I mean, he can take the ball for it. He's got a good yeah. handle. Like, he does. Like, it's not, you know, we're not talking about him being an all-star or anything, yeah. but like he's, he's got a lot of skills and he's a controlled player and mm-hmm. he can, he's just a great, or not, I say great. He is a solid modern four slash five. He's a more than serviceable, Jim. more right. than serviceable. Right. Right. A slight improvement over Kata Bates Diop and maybe at times Zach Collins. Maybe mm-hmm. at times. Right. No, for real. Because and here's the thing. I want to say he probably weighs more than Zach. Even if he probably. doesn't weigh more than Zach, he's definitely like just he plays bigger than him. Um yeah. which is kind of what you were mentioning. You know, like I said, I did like the four blocks from Zach mm-hmm. and the physicality just on defense, but what I don't like is the complete lack of physicality rebounding the ball, which you pointed out, and then it like light bulbs and i was like oh my gosh you're right did bro you know who I, sorry to interrupt you but you're you good you know i did not know that pj washington was that much of a bucket was he just like on something tonight like he was like, so i knew the post. He, he he's solid but i think that we made him look a little better than he actually is he looked good <laughs> he, he looked like he was he was put on a clinic like high post elbow you know Top of the key, three point. Sohan, Sohan sagged off on him from three, and it was like, hey, there's your lesson. <laughs> That's another thing. I thought Jeremy Sohan actually played good defense, like overall, on everybody that he guarded. But, dude, Charlotte could not miss, especially Scary Dennis Terry. Smith Jr., dog. You, where did that come from? The dude's Bro. been in the lab, apparently. Steve, but this is what I'm saying. Like, he was a top pick, got bounced around the league. Now he's home, and all of a sudden he can shoot. Like, yeah, crazy. And he's still pretty young. Like Dennis Smith Jr. seems like he's old and been and washed and been in the league forever, but he's probably like 26. He's drafted in 20. I'm going to look it up. The year before Luca. Was it 2017? I think. Come on now. This is some. Could be wrong. I can't even get a Wikipedia article. Scary Terry looked really good too. Wait, no way my dude is 24. What? 
See, this is what I'm saying. Dennis Smith Jr. is 24 still. Mm. Like, if he can continue at this pace, that's a really good backup point guard right there. Mm-hmm. Very solid. Yes. And what you know what I don't like about Charlotte? You know, sorry, I, they were making me mad tonight. You know, because this, <laughs> bro, this I, I, think I know where you're going with this. Like in trash talking, like they've well, been dude, in the playoffs. Book Knight got years. the D, DUI. Miles Bridges has got some Fed cases. There's some. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah, dude, <laughs> my man Knight came in and got a foul immediately yeah. no but it, it, like i forget what happened like there, it was like the most ticky tack and one of all time early in the game kelly Oubre gets it and it's like and yeah, i'm like got, dude dude you barely game. one you oh shoot i hit that uh one you barely got hit first of all and two you're playing like one of the worst teams in the league <laughs> like you know like but but with with after a certain point there was like one point uh he he flopped and like he got uh it got a turnover right he, he mm-hmm. got a charge on doug mcdermott and he gets up and was just like that way you know like yeah like i saw yeah, yeah. and when that happened i just started laughing i was like you know what i can't even be mad at him anymore he's just straight trolling yeah, like, he's an absolute <laughs> troll he like said something to devin too like when devin went up for a layup got fouled and like hit the ground really hard at one point in the second half and kelly Oubre clearly on the mic goes He's like, you can't just go for a layup and then fall and then have it be an and one. Like, I, and I was like, that's like the definition of an and one, but whatever. But yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, hey, your your dad's got some insight for us on on our man Keldon, who had who had the game tonight or who led the team tonight. He'll lead us all season. Um, and there you go. Good good to hear it. And you know, it was funny because I was I was texting uh, a friend and I was like, we don't need Dejounte no more, and his his hood stuff. We got wholesome Keldon. Wholesome <laughs> Keldon. Old country boy from Virginia. Love that guy. Such a kind man. Kind we say soul. that, but I'm sure we, we got some. Yeah. There's there's some trappers on the team, I'm sure, still. Keldon um, had a really nice dunk, by the way, tonight. Shout out to him. Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <sighs> he was kind of the team, in all honesty. It, it, another thing I want to mention on his rebounds, though, is I feel like it wasn't like it was not because he was, I mean, yes, he was fighting for boards, but I think a lot of the reasons why he, he may get a more rebounds this year, just because he's, he's having to box out someone who's like, he can actually match up with, mm, like he's true, not right? having to box out fours, you know? Yeah. So and I think we notice, could see more of that. Sorry to cut you off, but did You're you good. notice his defense actually, I think looks a lot better. His on ball defense. I honestly didn't really pay attention that much so tell me about it what were your takeaways there i I, didn't, I mean there wasn't like a huge like he didn't have a lot of stats on it but just watching the game it felt like he had an easier time staying in front of this man mm-hmm. than in years that's past. good i'm trying to think there was something oh four assists for him tonight which may not seem crazy and we saw him take the ball up more mm-hmm. and it seems like his handle is a little better his career high is six so this was close to it and that's kind of kind of something that uh sean and bill were talking about too um, so that's something I'm really interested to see. I think we will see a Keldon Johnson triple-double this season with points, rebounds, and assists. I'm going to call it now. I do want to ask you a question, Jude. Okay. I heard, I saw an Amazing in the comments saying that Jakob and Sohan can't work together because neither can shoot. Mm-hmm. Hmm. See, I really want Sohan to start just because I think that he needs as many minutes as he can to develop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's our lottery pick. But I do understand right. where he's coming from, from a basketball perspective. Right. 
like Roby can shoot better, clearly. Mm-hmm. And Gordon. I thought he was going to start yeah. earlier in the preseason. And Kada, over uh, every once in a while, can also shoot better mm-hmm. than Sohan. So would you do that and just keep his minutes up, or would you just like to keep it as is? We're not trying to win this year. That's true. Give Sohan the reps. So Han, that's my sorry, opinion. Sohan. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, I, I, I came out and said that that was the pronunciation and still can't get it right. Um, but what I would like to see though, is whether you take out Keita Bates or you take out Zach Collins, I think that Isaiah Roby should get consistent rotation minutes. He, he's it's one game, but I feel like we've seen enough from him in the preseason and what he did in Oklahoma city, like his actual minutes that he's played. Yeah. I'm just like, why are we keeping him out, man? 100%. I agree. Let's go, my man Sean in the chat. Love him. Love him. He's a goat too. I really hope that is Sean Elliott. Oh, yeah. That's definitely Sean Elliott. <laughs> All right, Ethan. Any final thoughts on the Spurs season opener? It's going to be a bumpy ride. But we're going to get a top three pick. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Let's right. go. <laughs> we'll, we'll hope. Hopefully, yeah, that's, that's exactly what you want. I'll, I'll answer Emizi's final question. Did Jakob have a dunk tonight? Yes, he did. Uh, it was actually a pretty solid one, mm-hmm. um, but I'm pretty sure it was also the only one. Yeah. So. He also got blocked, I think, once or twice. Yeah, yeah. It's the tank spurs. You just gotta. You just gotta. <laughs> Eighty-one <accept> and one. <laughs> yeah, great. Yes, this is for show. For show. <laughs> a rough start to an otherwise perfect season. Yes, we gotta hope for that first pick. Our man RR210 Texas was in here first. Um, Let's go. Everybody cheer for the Jazz. (laughs) And look, the Jazz are beating the Nuggets. Oh, another thing. Uh, The Pelicans blew the you-know-what out of the Nets tonight. I don't. I know what you mean, but I also don't know what you mean by. Blue. They just they just blew the crap out of him. Like they beat him. Ah. Really bad. I, I was, was like, yeah, I was say, I was insinuating the... I was insinuating a curse word. I was like going through all my curse words trying to figure out which one made most sense. It was, a... was f bomb. Ah. <laughs> ah. I think yeah. they did. I don't know. I just saw like I, I didn't even see the score, which is probably mm. you know I probably should check on that. But uh, they beat him one thirty to one hundred eight. Um, but Perfect. apparently it was like pretty bad like early in we the game need all Zion. the bad teams to win so that's the, that's what the podcast <laughs> is going to be about from now on we're going to cheer for the jazz oklahoma city the rockets orlando we need all of them dubs yeah we need them all <laughs> who else is is horrible is that about Us? it oh and and the pacers we need to cheer for the pacers <laughs> yes yes all right mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate y'all for coming out to the first SSPN post game of the season. We'll be having more content. We'll be doing clips. We'll be doing some videos here and there. So we appreciate y'all for coming out. And don't forget to like the video and subscribe below if you enjoyed it. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter at SSPN on YT, as well as Jude McLaren and Ethan underscore Quintero. We appreciate y'all. We had fun tonight, even though it was a blowout, and we're just going to have to get used to that. So we'll catch y'all in the next one, and we hope y'all are finding ways to have fun too.